Hello and welcome to episode 104 of the Liverpool Comedy Improvcast with me, Ian Luke-Jones. This is where we get to know the people who make up the LCI community and a place where we delve into all sorts of improv topics. And today our guest is the fantastic Jackson Johnston Lynch. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts and wherever else you get your podcasts. We're even available on Amazon Podcasts, which means you can ask Alexa to play the show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review and subscribe to the show to give us a boost and help get our name out there. And now it's time to go off script and find out Jackson's true story about making stuff up. And please welcome this week's guest. It's Jackson. Welcome, Jackson. Hello. Now, I'm very excited to get to talk to you because one of my favorite things to do on the show is talk to people that are earlier on in their journeys. They're sort of new to discovering improv. So I want to find out just how it's all going and find out how did you actually get involved in Liverpool Comedy Improv? Um, well, with Liverpool Comedy Improv, um, specifically, it was it was um, I, I started in the beginners course because um, my mom found like an ad for it on uh, Facebook and stuff. And she sent it to me and then I was like, Oh, well, that, I mean, that sounds cool because um, because improv is always like a thing that I wanted to do because of uh, uh because of because of who's line and stuff. And so it was just like and, and, and then um, and then and then I got into it and then it was and then it was kind of like it, it was it's kind of like falling. It was like it was like falling down like a rabbit hole from then. Like I've, I've not been able to I've not been able to get back up. So how long ago was it when you did the beginners course? Uh, it was April, April last year, I think. Yeah. OK, cool. And did you have any sort of performing experience before finding improv? There was um there was a bunch of drama groups. I, I'm in I'm in like I'm in a I'm in a youth theater in in Liverpool, and um it was um it it, it was joining it was like when I first joined that early 2022 was when I rediscovered Who's Line, and then um it it kind of it, it like it inspired me to 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 do like like kind of acting on stage um. But it wasn't until I think it was like late 2022. They um they had like a winter sharing, which like the winter sharing, it's like it's like a variety kind of show for like friends and families. And my contribution to that was I wanted to do like an improv game with like um like with some people from my youth theater. And it was um it was it was it was like I think it's like the game was uh, uh it was Hollywood director. And and it was like and it was like I'd be like the director like telling them that like they're doing it wrong and I'd tell them to pretend to be Sesame Street characters or something like that. Um, but like uh, but that was my first proper go at improv and I wanted to do more and then and 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 inconveniently the like the there was the beginners course and so it was just like oh okay cool. So when you went along to the beginners course, uh, talk me through how you were feeling sort of in the build up to it. I thought I was well. It was very, it was very like nerve, like ne- like like. I mean, I guess nerve wracking because it's like, I mean, it's it's like that for like any group, I guess. For it's like you go into a group and it's like just a bunch of completely different people. Um, it was kind of like my whole way of thinking was like, I wonder how they were going to go about like teaching improv. Um, and then because because there were like loads of things in my head, I was like, okay, how are you going to go about this or go about that? And then then actually doing the course, it's very. Well, it's very just straightforward because it's just like it's like it's just like you you just do it, I guess. <laughs> um, so so it's just like oh okay, it's just it's just a bunch of it, you, it's like you just do games for two hours and then and and then like and then you learn as you go on on like how to make uh like better scenes and stuff. Yeah, it's it's very much like going to the gym. Like if 
you go to the gym and you say, right, I'm, I'm going to work yeah. my legs. I'm going to get my legs like uh, more muscly or whatever. I, I don't know gym talk. I, I clearly don't go to the gym. Um, but they'll go there and they'll <laughs> say they want to work on a particular muscle. And that's really what we're doing with improv. We're just working on those sort of the the improv muscles. It's just repetition, repetition, repetition. And, and you just sort of learn as you go along. You, you get better as you go along. And I speak to a lot of people that still don't believe improv is fully made up because they're like well you you go and you practice so so therefore you, you must be practicing what you're doing i'm like well yeah you practice the skill of it but you're still making it all up on the spot yeah yeah i think it's like that even like it's, it's like that i mean it's even surprises me because it's just like because like because like you go into it with like a semblance of like of like an idea of things you could say but you never know what like the actual game is or what like or like or what prompt you're gonna get at the beginning or or, or, or like how the other how, or like how your how you see how your scene partner is gonna kind of like react to like to anything and so and so for me it i think whenever i'm in a scene um there's like a bit where my brain is kind of turned off and it's just like just complete autopilot of just like all right i'm just gonna say whatever i'm gonna just say any word and then somehow try and connect the dots from there i guess now when you was first doing it, you were going along to the beginner sessions. Did you have an idea yeah. in your head that you thought I have to go there and I have to try and be funny? No, well, not not really. I think I think from my perspective, it was like because um um as I got there, I I, re I quickly realized that I'm like the youngest person here because hmm. um at the time I was nineteen and I'm, I'm twenty now, and 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 then everyone else is like like leagues older than me so 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 there was a thing in my head where i'm like all right well i'm in like this young demographic so there was a part of me that i wanted to kind of escape that a little bit right um i don't know i, I don't know if that makes sense but like it was so it was kind of this bit where i was just like um where i wanted to kind of escape that and then it was just and then um it's so like i didn't want to say like traditional young things um <laughs> and then um and then and, and then just kind of try and see where i can go from there yeah, it's a good approach. And and did that work out well? Uh, I, I think so. I think so. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> now, I actually encountered you in a session last summer. I I went along. Oh yeah. To one of the the Monday night drop-ins over the summer, and it was great because I hadn't been able to get along to one for ages, and because I was coming along, some some other people said that they would come along, and I remember. Emma Bird commenting at the time uh, how sort of great it was that night because there were sort of different generations of of LCI alumni mm. there all mixing together because it, it does kind of go like that. You get a few stalwarts that like through the years, these people are always going to be there. And then you get people that, that come along and they're able to come for a certain amount of time. Uh, and maybe they're doing the drop-ins or maybe they're just doing one of the courses or maybe they're doing a bit of both for a while, but then other things happen and sort of life takes them to other places. So for me, for example, my sort of LCI alumni, we came very much from the pandemic era of LCI and yeah. we were doing stuff online a lot. And there were some people that, that didn't do any improv during that time and, and then they came back to it or there's lots of people that came to it after that time because they wanted to find ways to connect with people again. So over the last year, there has been like a newer crop of people that I, I don't really know that well. And I went along to the Palava before Christmas, the big uh, Christmas show, 
and got to oh, watch yeah. Soup Improv do their first long form show. And uh, I performed with the Oikers and there was loads of other great uh, acts on. And yeah, it was great to see again, sort of different eras of LCI up there on stage. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, I think for me, it's like, because like, because I'm relatively new to improv and then it was, and then, um, but like, but like, but like, I go to, I go to the drop in sessions, like, I think somewhat regularly. And then, so like, I see a lot of like new people um, now and then. Even like the one last Monday, um, well, like 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 the first the first session of the the year, there was like a, a bunch of new people, and it was and it was it was very interesting because it was like because because I because I I see them and it's kind of funny because because I'm like I'm like huh I was once like that like not too long ago and then it was just um but it's also it's also seeing it's also kind of fun seeing like what goes inside their heads and how like and how like they're adapting but then it's like how, like how they how it's very. Like it's a, it's it's like it's a, it's a very welcoming environment because it's not really like there's not really like a right or wrong answer, but um like like, like with going about improv, but it's but it's but it's but it's also just like like it's it's cool to see how like quickly like a person can like adapt in like two hours. Yeah, people learn lessons very quickly in improv. I think. Yeah. Now you mentioned whose line, and I just want to ask, sort of, who are your favorites to watch in whose line? So, so, um, I'm so oddly, I never really watched much of the UK version. So I, because, um, so, so with whose line, it was like, I would mostly see like YouTube clips from like the Drew Carey or like from like the more recent stuff. So, um, with that, my favorite is probably, probably Colin Mockery or Ryan Styles. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, it, it's, it's kind of either of them. But like it, but like there's also um there's also a uh, uh, Jeff 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 Davies yeah um who like in like every episode would always wear like a suit and um that kind of inspired me for like some um and like in like some shows that I do in youth theater uh I think it was basically like the last two summer shows I I was basically I was the only one who would wear like as like who would wear like a suit and stuff. And um, it, it, so it kind of inspired me to do that for like theater shows and stuff, because it was because it because that just seems it was just kind of cool and it was just like all right, well, I'll just do that. <laughs> Interesting gimmick. There was um a thing about Jeff where so he was part of the show during the Drew Carey era, and he was sort of synonymous with the Drew Carey era, and people talked about him a lot, but in reality. I think he only did about five mm. or six episodes of the Drew Carey era, but people in their minds had had created this idea that he was in loads and loads. So, but when it did come back with the Aisha Tyler era, uh, he did become uh, fairly regular yeah. on there. Yeah. Um, uh, there's also like, I mean, I mean, there's also like other good people like uh, like uh, like Greg Proops. I think he's he, like he was in all three, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, in the beginning. And then, um, just like, just yeah, um, I think my favorite part of Who's Line is is it's just it's always been, like it it's always been the hoedowns, because like like I mean the hoedown because it was just because it I mean it, it was always fun like, I think I had like a habit of like of just constantly like like rewatching like all like all of the uh all of the all of the uh hoedown compilations and just kind of like seeing how much kind of like Ryan Styles like just absolutely hates them and yeah. it's it, but like um 
but like and then and then i remember like usually on like some car rides like i think yeah like in some car rides i even like torment my mom by just playing like the hoedown jingle and and and, and then i'm just like all right make up a hoedown out of out, out of a car and then um and then and then i'd watch it like go like like i'd, I'd watch it like go slowly insane and then i'd watch and and then i and then i'd have to like and, and then i'd see myself going insane trying to figure out what rhymes of bed and then every time i just end up saying dead and then it's like this like so but yeah so have you considered um getting into musical improv properly um i i, I think about it sometimes but then i'm like well that just sounds very that just sounds hard it's just i don't know how i i, just, I don't i don't know how they do it with um <laughs> with, with stuff like that it's it's just that just feels it's that's just which it's it's witchcraft that's just witchcraft to me I have to say, I think if you're starting with a hoedown, that is like the hardest thing to start with because I do a, hmm. a fair amount of musical improv and I think a hoedown is probably the hardest thing. I, I'll often avoid a hoedown because it, it's it's the process of it and the speed that you have to do the rhymes. And generally I'm good at sort of on the spot rhymes and I'll, I'll sing songs and shows with with ease but for some reason the hoedown puts the pressure on hmm. yeah i mean i think it was just like i mean i, I like i still i don't i like i'm i'm not gonna say i'm, I'm good at hoedowns because I'm, I'm not I'm terrible at them but it was just like it, it it's just it's just like the the jingles it was like there's like a specific like hoedown jingle in, um like hoedown jingle on like youtube and then like you go in the comments and then you see everyone kind of like making up their own hoedowns and it was just like that was just always like kind of like a fun thing to read it was just it was just always like um because like some of them were just kind of like quotes from the show and others were just like people's made up ones based on like kind of like any old random prompt and it was just uh it's it, it's just it's just great i found it very interesting when i interviewed laura hall from whose lines it anyway on this show hmm. and we got talking about the process of the music and things and one thing you don't get to see sort of when you're watching the polished show is how many mistakes there are, how many songs don't make the final edit. And even with Wayne Brady, who is like a, a genius when it comes to the musical stuff, let's say they're doing one of the games where they're like trying to sell like a CD set. So you've generally got like Ryan and Colin trying to sell you songs of something. And then they'll cut to, they'll cut to Wayne often with a partner, possibly Jeff possibly one of the others, and then they'll sing a song about it. And they'll go through two or three different styles on the TV show. They might have gone through six to eight styles in the actual live show, and some of them would have been terrible. And that's why sometimes the final cut on TV, sometimes there might be two songs, sometimes there might be three songs. It just depends how many actually worked out. Yeah. But also, they, they do practice the styles. So when they pick these obscure things, they're not completely obscure in that like Laura Hall will have known, oh, I'm going to be working on a bit of samba. So then Wayne will have had an opportunity to hear how a samba thing goes that she's playing so that he knows musically how it goes, if that makes sense. I mean, it's like, it. I mean, it, it, it's just, um, it's still like, like it, it's like even with that, I, I don't know. It's just, it's always just like, because like, like like sometimes I'll like I'll, I'll I'll like I'll like play like a video game and then like and then just like video game music or whatever, and and I'll just like make up words for that 
but it it would always be like it'd always be like nonsensical kind of way. It, it like it'd always be like nonsense. It was like 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 there's like um well like the theme of um of like bomb battlefield from like Super Mario sixty four um is is kind of like one that I think most people have done um. Or, or, or like, well, like it's like it's like like a track that like most people would do like if they're playing the game and it's and it's just like, but it's like doing that in like an actual like improv sense. It sounds it sounds it's like, it, I mean it, it does sound fun, but I, I just always imagine it just being really hard, <laughs> hard to do. And uh, just you mentioning games there, I can see a switch in the background. I'm I'm a switch player myself, and I am oh. still obsessed with Tears of the Kingdom. Have you played Tears of the Kingdom? No, um, no. I was, I was, I, I, I want to, but I've not, even, I've not even played like Breath of the Wild. Oh, really? I'm like, I'm like the only person who hasn't. I, I usually just play like, it's usually just either like Mario or like Pokemon or um, uh, Xenoblade. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you've heard of Xenoblade. Yes, yes, yeah. It's, it's. I think that's that. That's up there in like, like basically just one of my all-time favorite. Um. One of my all-time favorites. Games like Xenoblade are a voice actor's dream. Yeah. <laughs> now, just thinking ahead, uh, improv-wise, I know you you go to drop-ins. You have done beginners course in the past. Do you have any plans to do any more courses or branch out into sort of long form? I'd want to. I, I was I was uh, I remember um I was kind of a bit. I think like last year, like when you had like um. Like 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 they had like a long form course last year, and I and I remember being a little bit kind of gutted that I missed out on that because um because I I think long form is like I don't think I've ever done long form because it's because like short form it's all very like it's all kind of very like because short form it's kind of like this thing where it's like you don't really know like when it's going to end, and so it's just kind of like all right, you just kind of quickly say like a bunch of one liners and then. Hope that it ends there, and then suddenly there's a big plot twist, and then oh, okay, that's when, okay, that's when, Emma's like, all right, scene, and then it's like, okay, never mind. Um, but yeah, like short form sounds. I mean, I yeah, I'm I, I'm like always starting to do that, like when like when it happens. Yeah. Uh, so I think when you're doing short form and you sort of you edit on a high, so as you say, Emma says scene, and you know everyone's yeah. smiling generally because it, it makes sense that that's where it would happen. When it comes to long form. And and it's a different format where you don't have someone leading the game like Emma saying scene, and you have to scene it yourself. I think that is one of the hardest things to learn when it comes to transitioning from short form to long form. Just actually, how do you edit scenes? And uh, you know, Emma's really good at, at teaching people all all of that. She taught me. Hmm. Yeah, because there's even like moments when like like it's like when doing a scene and then thinking to myself, oh, all right, uh, it's probably going to end here. Oh wait, no. Okay, no. She hasn't said seen yet. All right, I guess we're still. I guess we're still talking. All right. Um. Uh. 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 And then big plot twist. And then okay, that's it. <laughs> and what are some of the sh- the short form games that you played that you most enjoy? Oh, um, I I forgot what it's called, but it's it's the one where you it's like you tap someone's shoulder and then and then and then they say and then they say a word and then like and then you have to say that. And then you say that word, and you justify it. Pillars. Yeah, yeah. It's like I think that I think that was I think I think that's always fun. Um, it was like uh, there was like a scene a few weeks ago that I did with um with uh with uh with Davy, and um I think I think we were like 
I think we were like father and son at like a wrestling match, but we also sold um but we also sold milkshakes. <laughs> um and then um and and then there was like a thing where I was where I was like I was like bringing I was like talking about like this this new milkshake flavor and and then I tapped Emma's shoulder and then she said she said turtles and I was like oh yeah and I was like turtles yes we uh turtles milkshake and then and then I and then I think at that point I went all super like I think very over dramatic and loud and it was just like and but it, it's just fun kind of like justifying it and then and then there was even like. There was even one in um. There was even like like in the first session um like like we did pillars again, and then um and then like I tapped I, I I don't remember the name but I I I tapped someone's shoulder and then um it it, it was like um uh, it, it was like I was trying to recall like the name of a drag queen and then I tapped someone's shoulder and then the person said waterfall and then and then and then in my head I was like okay well that's not really a drag queen name so 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 I just kind of said waterfall 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 candy. And then, um, and then that was, and then it was like this weird kind of, it was like this weird kind of like compute, like, like computer, computer data frame in my head of like, all right, you just say the first thing that comes up, like say the first thing. It, it's like, it's like playing word association, I guess. It was just like, so the first thing that comes to your head, okay, well, I'm, I'm naming a drag queen. All right. Uh, candy, waterfall candy. And then it's just, all right. Yeah. That's the name. Yeah, great, great thought process. Now, are there any games that you don't enjoy? There's always games that people don't enjoy. Uh, I I feel like, I guess it's usually the games that don't really involve a scene. I guess because I, I I like I think because I think it's just I just prefer like like the scene games, like 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 games that have a scene. Um, but I can't think of like specific ones. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think I know. Um because even like because like even like the non-scene like improv games like they're still they're still fun. Like or like the uh, like um like there was like like there's a game called Oracle yeah. where it's like where it's like four people and then they're like 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 the answer questions but and like but like one word at a time. Oh actually no wait. I I know I know what game I hate. <laughs> it's um it's the it's the alphabet game. Um I I the alphabet game is I, I don't I don't know the alphabet. Well, I mean I know the alphabet, but I don't know the alphabet. <laughs> so it's just like so so it's just like trying to like start a sentence with like with like a letter, and it's just like uh, I don't know what comes after K. Uh, and then and then it's like oh it's I. No, it's not even I. It's L. I don't know. Um, so then it's just like H I J K L. It's L. Okay. Uh, so then it was just like so, so it's so it was always just kind of this whole thing of like all right. You're in this scene, but then it's also so like it's like you're thinking about like how to react to the scene partner, but then but then it's also like okay, what comes after P? And then it's just um, but yeah, I think so yeah, I think I think it's the alphabet one actually. Yeah, it, that gets a lot of people uh, that one because there's that whole extra thought process of I'm not just thinking of my character and what's going on. I'm actually trying to work out what letter I have to start my sentence with. Yeah, but then, it, but, I, but I guess that there are like silver linings to it because it's because it's like because like whoever like yeah um, whoever whoever who whoever gets the letter O they can just say the word ow, and then it, and then it will just be it will just it will just be funny. It's just like okay, well, yeah, there is that. Now you mentioned the game, the Oracle. There, um, I know the Oracle as as people talking in sync, so it's everyone talking at the same time, and they are some of my least favorite games. Oh. Where you have to speak at the same time. Oh uh, yeah, 
They're the ones I will happily avoid. Uh, uh, that just reminded me in 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 the beginners course we did like a game like that, but it was like it was like a like a like a two head person one where like like where you're getting interviewed, um, based on a profession, um, and so like. So I guess for context, in like the beginners course, I was very because because it was I was like new to improv and it was like a new group. For every scene, I kind of went about every scene in like a in like a dry humor, kind of like a complete kind of dry character, and it wasn't really something that I wanted to do because I wanted to like be in scenes where I was like where I was doing different voices or where I was doing a range thing, but because I wasn't like at that point, I wasn't comfortable yet. So I was just, I was always kind of like the voice of reason character or I, was, or, or I was like the character who would just kind of like, just kind of have like this, this, this kind of deadpan kind of outlook. But, um, but then we did that, um, uh, 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 but then we did that game and then, um, and I think it was like, we were like, I think we were like a singer, um, or like, or like we were like two singers, um, and we had this, um, and we had this album called Cheese, um, and the band was called Cheese, and I think our song was called Cheese, um, and and then um, uh, and then um, and then Jen Hardy, who was like the one leading the uh, uh, leading the beginners, uh, like the the beginners improv class, um, she asked um, uh, I think she asked the question of like, all right, what's 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 the name of your bonus track? And then, and then for that, I, I, I wanted the other guy to kind of lead in because I, I thought I was like, because I thought I was leading in too much of answering the question. So I wanted him to lead in. And then, and then he was like, all right, bonus track called. And then, it's, and then, and then it sounded like he was saying cheese. And then as soon as he said cheese, I then completely broke into complete laughter because it was just like, I just, because it was just like, I just think it's funny, just like a bonus, a bonus track called cheese and the album is called cheese and we're called cheese and it was just like and and then it was just i think that was like i think it was like at that point was when i actually started i think it was like i think it was like at that point was when i was like all right you know what the improv is improv is like very cool um it's like i want i want to do more of this because this is just it's just silly and unpredictable like like even when you're in it and then it's just like all right yeah and then it's just like I've never like I've never stopped thinking about that moment, and it was just um and and then like even like for the rest of that like 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 for the rest of that night and stuff, they would be like, where I'd be watching like where like I'd be like on the chair and I'd be watching people like do other scenes, and then I I kept thinking about bonus track called Cheese, and then I'm just like okay, this is <laughs> I can't even I can't even concentrate on what they're doing now, um and so it's just like but yeah, I think that was like basically just my first highlight and it was and it was all from a game where you have to like talk at, at like at the same time so what you're saying is that the scene all about cheese was really good <laughs> <laughs> um so you've been doing it a good few months now and you said that you were recently at the the first one of the year uh the drop-in and there were some new people there do you feel yeah. like a sense of or oh, now I'm the one with experience, you know, I, I want to be here in this space and, and help you enjoy, enjoy the space the same way people did for me. Um, yeah. Like, um, I mean, it's always just like, I mean, still, it's always just like, it's like, I, like, I think like the space is always like welcoming, I think like in general, 
um because it's just like i don't you know like a, a way to describe it but it, it but it's, it's just it's 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 fun watching other people because it's it's always it's because it's always funny and it's always and it's it's also fun like 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 the one doing it and then um just kind of like and like very new person because there's always like the same like regulars um but but like but like with every like new person it's always like they always bring like a new flair to it um and like um and like there was like there was even like a person in like the first session who was like a bit kind of who like mid scene was like a bit worried because um uh, uh, uh because because she thought it wasn't really as funny when it's like I don't really think that's like the point of of, of like improv because even though there's like comedy in the name it's like I think with improv, it's like improv is like a mix of like both real life and also not because it's like because every situation is just I mean, like a, a lot of the situations can just be like, you know, like a regular thing in a life situation where it's like um, where it's like um, uh, father and son or uh, father and daughter or like two friends or like two whatever. And then it, and, and like and, and they're in like this scenario and then sometimes there's like a level of goofiness but like but like i think that's kind of where i think that's where the comedy comes from where it's just like things happen naturally or or, or things can just be ridiculous and you're in ancient room i don't know um but um but yeah i think for me it's just like 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 with new people um i think it's just it's just always in, like it's like whenever i come across like a person who like it's like whenever i do a scene with a person who i haven't done a scene with I always like to let them try and um well, I mean I usually like to let them try and like lead the scene and see what they can do and then or, 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 like like see what they come up with and then and, and then I'll just kind of respond to what idea they have. Yeah. Excellent. I think when when people are new, they might as you said, there was someone there, they were worried that it wasn't funny. And I think that's because some people do have that preconceived idea of oh, I have to come in, I have to be funny. Oh, I wasn't funny, I wasn't making people laugh, I wasn't very good. But yeah, you know, you don't force the funny. If it happens to be funny, it happens to be funny. And, you know, that that's a wonderful thing. But some of the best scenes I've seen are actually very poignant and, and very sort of grounded and, and serious. Yeah. I mean, I think it's always like, I think like confidence is like the big one where it's just like, it, it's it's just like being like, um, I guess like completely sure of like what you're saying. And then it's just like, um, and then, and, and then yeah, like so, like like something good will come out of it. Like it could be like unintentionally funny, or it could just be like, or or, or all of a sudden you're on like the set of Coronation Street. Yeah. And I just want to ask, what are your improv aspirations sort of this year and beyond? Um, I guess um, oh um, I guess my answer. I guess it um, like kind of like how improv uh applies to just general life. I think because um because like so like I mean uh well yeah because like in my life I was I, I usually I usually would be like the quiet person in a group um but I think sometime recent that's kind of changed because of uh because of doing improv and stuff and feeling more I guess confident in general when like like when going about other things and how like I think um improv because of how unpredictable it is and how unpredictable kind of life is in general it's just kind of applying it to kind of other things i guess um because um in, in in october i did uh I, I did a little bit of um i did i did a little bit of stand-up comedy like in front in front of an audience in the uh in, in the royal court studio 
And um, I think they were, and I, I, like I, I look back and I look back on that sometimes, and I'm like, I don't think like because like even if because even though all the jokes and all the stand up stuff is scripted, I don't think I'd be able to do that had I had not done, had I had not learned improv because it's all very like because I think with that it was because I got to like I got to read the audience and, and like and like what they were thinking and and then um and then uh, and then as I was going about doing the stand up, I got to kind of double down on my performance and it um and so and and so yeah i think so and so i i i, I think i see it like that where it's just like well i think my aspirations of improv it's just kind of applying it to real life more and just kind of like um and just kind of seeing and and, and just kind of seeing where that takes me i guess yeah that is that's a, a great philosophy to have and you just saying about the, the comedy there i think what improv gives people is gives them the ability the ability to properly live in a moment and embrace that moment so if mm. someone hadn't had improv training and, and they went into stand-up comedy and they had their set jokes and maybe the room wasn't happy with with their set they, they didn't feel that that they were sort of entertaining the audience the way that they thought that their jokes would i guess someone that's had that grounding in improv would have the confidence to sort of change things on the fly a little bit. And someone that doesn't have that grounding to just sort of embrace things and go with the flow might sort of panic more and think, oh no, this this, this is my material. I don't have anything else. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause um oh because because even when I did stand up, um the, it it was it was like part of a show about like like about um about disability hate crime. And um, at the very last minute, they told me to um to like like after I did like my stand up set, they told me to um to call an intermission. And so it was kind of a so it was kind of a moment where when I got to that, I had to kind of like improvise my way of like talking about like all right, here's the intermission and stuff like that. And then I had to improvise like a few jokes and then leave. And then like um, but like but like but I think it was like because of like doing improv, it it just felt like like because of having learned improv, it just felt very felt very natural uh like doing it and it was just it like it made it a lot more fun i guess excellent well that seems like a wonderful place to finish i just want to say a massive thank you very much for for coming on it's been great to chat with you oh yeah uh well yeah um we'll send to you and i look forward to encountering you more on the lci circuit at, at some point in the hopefully not too distant future Well, thank you so much to Jackson. It was a real treat there to have a chat with him and find out all about his journey, how he found LCI and just improv in general. And yeah, I'm sure he's got a wonderfully bright future ahead of him. And I look forward to seeing him continue to to grow and evolve as an improviser through the wonderful teachings at LCI. Now, if you are a member of the LCI community and you'd like to be a guest on the show, then please get in touch with me or with Emma Bird and we'll make arrangements as soon as possible. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, as always, I ask that you give us five stars. Leave us a nice positive little review because there's little things like that that really help to boost the show and get our name out there. If you're interested on following me on social media in any way, shape or form, you can find me at Ian Luke Jones and pretty much all the socials you'd expect instagram facebook not twitter it is x uh x and linkedin etc etc youtube uh, so yeah at in luke jones uh, wherever you think you might find me you probably will but 
it's probably easier just to go to ianlukejones.com. That's I-A-I-N-L-U-K-E jones.com. And you will find all things me there. There's improv-based things and there's a lot of voice actory-based things at the moment because that is uh, really what I'm pursuing right now. So go check out my website, ianlukejones.com. And that pretty much brings us to the end of this week's episode. But as always, before we go, here are some words that are wise, wise, wise. Always remember, whatever the situation, to treat life like improv. And yes, and... <laughs>